Hey, y'all, what's going on? If you didn't know, you already know. It's Blase Blase, and it's your girl, Breezy. It's your girl, Jazzy J. And we come in at you with another one. Uh, this episode here is going to be fun. Our main topics today are going to be, did y'all see that video of this woman that got on the bus and beat up the nine-year-old boy that put the hands on her five-year-old baby? Because, <laughs> because listen... So we're going to talk about that. <laughs> I'm going to just leave it at that. Um, She's sitting on my watch. <laughs> right. Um, and for those of you who don't know already, we are from Peoria, Peoria Illinois. That's the 309. Um, we're going to talk about the Peoria Police Department as a whole on a couple of different key situations. So we're definitely going to be speaking on that and shedding light on how we feel about the Peoria Police Department, the PPD, and our community as a stand as a whole. Um, and we're also going to be talking about, fuck, I forgot the last topic, fam. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got some finals talks. As y'all know, we are in the midst of the 2019 NBA Finals with the Golden State Warriors and the Toronto Raptors. Um, so that's underway so we were going to speak on that a little bit and then we were also going to speak on a bit of a kind of opinionated topic where we were just wondering oh yeah how, and female, how soon is too soon to move on to, to move on hell yeah we are um that is, yeah that that is going to be our last segment that's going to be a good one because i mean that's not really something on a day-to-day basis that you really see trending as a topic so um, I did try to ask around, and I'll probably share, share and get some opinions again. But uh, how soon is too soon to move on after a breakup? Or is there such thing as moving on too soon after a breakup? Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll speak That's on that. Point. Yeah, speak on that and give our opinions on that. I, I have to speak all day on that kind of, because <laughs> it's like, it's never ending, though, because it's like, it's all opinionated uh, and situational. Situational, yeah. You know, so we're definitely going to get into that topic in the depth um, for sure. But before we move on and start our show, um, like Jazzy J said, it's the NBA Finals. Um, we got Golden State Warriors and the Raptors, which I was not expecting. I definitely thought the Bucks was going to be there against Golden State, but shit happens. Um Right now, it's 1-1. One, one. Yep. Warriors just won it tonight. 109-104. Yep. Took away one on the road. And now we're about to go uh, back to Golden State. They got the next two games. Um, I really need Golden State to win the next four because if not, I lose 20 bucks. So, <laughs> I mean, $20 isn't a lot, but there's people out here losing hundreds of dollars. Uh, betting on these games so but still like I don't want to have to lose period it's more so the losing part that's going to bother me yeah. more so than the 20 bucks um even though I need all the ducats I can get right now <laughs> but still <laughs> still man like I need them to, I, I like I said I really want to see them three people I wouldn't mind to see it whatsoever. Like, of course, everybody knows me and you. We're both huge Laker fans. Laker fans. But I will say since Kobe's retirement and since 
our Lakers have not been looking as good as norm as most years that we're used to. Um, I wouldn't say I'm bandwagoning with the Golden State Warriors, but I do like the Warriors and I've liked watching them um grow. I've liked watching their growth in general coming from a team where we didn't even remember that they existed, to be honest, at least myself at one point in time, to where they've become and to see those same boys. They didn't go necessarily build something or anything. It's no shot at nobody else, but they didn't go build anything. They built themselves up. Um and they went hard and they, they didn't came a long way from where That's they I was were. like I want, they're building the next dynasty. Yeah they are NBA. <laughs> you know, we got the Lakers, we got the Celtics and it's the Golden State Warriors, you know, that's those I, I, I wanna see them three peat. They deserve it. Um especially after watching them play tonight. I watched the whole game. Um, except for like the last few seconds where they came back from the one-on-one to one 100. That's what I was like, man, I'm sitting there trying to cut my kid hair and make sure he all right. Mm-hmm. And I missed it. I missed a little comeback. But I, I watched the entire game outside of that. And I mean, they was, I mean, they was, I, like, I wouldn't say they were balling. They were all out of sync, though, if you ask me. Yeah, Clay Every got single hurt. Last one of them. Iggy got hurt. Durant's already out. Looney got hurt. Yes. Um, so that's another key bench player. Steph wasn't feeling well the whole game. It was just a mess back and forth, but they pulled through. So I hope that this uh, this little couple-day break that they get, they get back to Golden State, and they, they, they ball their asses off and make it hard for these boys because who are the Raptors and what the hell? Y'all just not gonna just pop up in the finals and, and win a fucking championship on not on the Golden State's watch. Come on now. And, and okay, <laughs> so in Toronto's defense, they do have Kawhi who has finals experience, championship experience as well. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, they got I mean, a veteran they, on their team with some experience who's been there before, and Kawhi ain't no hoe. <laughs> but I I personally want to see Golden State Golden State three peat. And I would prefer no shot at Durant by any means, but I would prefer to see them win it with him still being hurt to prove that they can do this because the the, the narrative has been all season, especially all playoffs, is that they can't get it done without Durant. And I'm like, are y'all forgetting this is the same team who won rings and who made it to the finals pre Durant? I, I mean, that's just my personal opinion. Like I said, I like Durant and everything. I like what he is doing while he is there, you know. But I feel like that's a slightly disrespectful to Golden State, though, as if they're not the 73-9, and nine, you know, legendary team minus Durant. You know, like they don't have rings minus Durant. So, I mean, I wouldn't mind to see them definitely. I think that would shut all the critics up if they wanted without Durant ever coming back off the bench. Or if they wanted, even in the sense of, say, if he came back, what, the last game or whatever, game four, he only played a couple games, something like that. I think that would show a lot about their character and the fact that they can get it done in the midst of him being there or not being there. Like, it's like, put some respect on our name, you know? Agreed, agreed. I mean... Is it me or is Durant never at these fucking games? I mean, <laughs> what are you doing, guy? Like, are they rebuilding you for in case it does go to game seven and they need to pull <laughs> pull you out? Well, apparently he's he keep not getting cleared medically is, is what the word is. 
But I mean, my thing is, why aren't you at least on your bench supporting your team? Nigga, you be at the crib live with all the rest of the fans. <laughs> I don't know. Because I'm like, like, I can't speak on it. Maybe that so you can't travel on the team. You can't travel with the like team. There's no point to be here. But I feel like you should still, as a leader of your team, yeah, you mm-hmm. should be there to support them. There is a point. If you, like, if you are not in the hospital on bed rest or some shit like that, there's no reason for you not to be there. Which you're, you're still a part of the team. Yeah, you're that's why I'm like, you should still be there tomorrow. And then you, he's one of the leaders of his team as well, supposed to be. So it's like. That's like Curry. I wouldn't even say that. I would say that 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 those spots belong to, like you said, Curry, Clay, and Draymond. Yeah, they I wouldn't built even. That team. They, you know, so I wouldn't even go out there and necessarily say he's one of the leaders of the team. He's definitely a key player mm-hmm. to the team. I wouldn't say he's one of the leaders. Um, I think that, him being who he is kind of makes him default like. They look to him in a sense of as to be a leader, being who he is and the stature that he has. It's like you'd expect if LeBron came to your team, even though he didn't start your team, he's going to be one of the leaders of your team, you know, being because he's who he is. He has the experience that he has under his belt at the end of the day as well. But, yeah, like you said, he he didn't by far build that team, not by any means. He just came and hopped on the wagon when it was already hot. Right, right. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see going forward what's going to happen. Like I said, um, it's 1-1, one, one, uh, Golden State 5. Uh, <laughs> Golden, Golden State, State in 6. Right, Just because we'll I saw how the Raptors played that first game. And Kawhi, like I said, he can be up and down. You never kind of know sometimes when he comes to the court. You know he's going to come with a game, but you never know if he's going to go into beast mode that game. Or if My he's thing going is, to... with Kawhi, he can't do it alone. And a lot, right. They depend on him. You know, right. like they depend on him. When they go on their dry runs, it's like, give the ball to Kawhi. Give the ball to Kawhi. Give the ball. You know, every other offense is starting to revolve around him. him. So it's like, and, if they shut him down, what else? Exactly, and so that's you know. All right, we'll see. But we'll uh, well, what's the quiet what's tonight? Pete Siak. I can't even say the boy, the man name. I apologize. It's, uh the the man from Africa. Yes, he he's nice. Though. He's nice. He's, he's nice. decent. We uh we saw that Drake was pretty pretty quiet tonight. You know. So. <laughs> he had nothing to say on that sideline today. He, he was talking his little junk, but he wasn't like. Obnoxious like he's been. <laughs> and speaking of, yes, like what are they gonna do with Drake? I heard Silver came out and kind of gave a speech, like on some. We understand you there, ambassador, but nigga, you need to you need to calm down a little bit. <laughs> you need to chill a little bit. I mean, I guess they. A lot of people's argument is, what's the difference between him and Spike Lee? I was just gonna and, say that. And so, I mean, when you put it like that, I mean. He is a diehard fan. I, for one, as a player, I wouldn't want that type of attention from a fan that close to me down there. He's damn near on the court, you know. Yeah, so literally. he touches the players and everything, getting into it with the players after the game, talking shit, calling Draymond trash. You know, it's like 
nigga, chill. You know, you're not out here shooting in the gym for real, you know? And it's just like, period. Like, <laughs> he was just on Golden State's dick, like, a minute ago. Like, and you know why? Did you see why he wears that? Um, when he does wear short sleeves to, to the game, or, you know, the first game of the series, he wore the jersey. And he wore that, that Nike band. He, yeah, he wore that Nike, though, that Nike sweatband around his arm. Can you see why he wore that, though? No, I did not. Well, because Drake fool ass got number 30, uh, which is Steph Curry. He got Steph Curry and KD numbers tattooed Tatted on, on him. him. Yeah. Super fan ass nigga. That's why yeah. like, I've seen Drake in a million different. He done been all on LeBron like a girlfriend looking like, like, bye Drake, sit down. Because we ain't seen oh, you yeah. at none of the regular season games acting like that. Now you want to be all hyped because they in the finals. Like, bye. Like we get it, you're from Canada. Yeah, we get it. Bye. <laughs> Calm down. You're from the six. <laughs> Calm down. Before we put you back in the wheelchair, Jimmy. It had me weak though, because the game was coming on, and the little commentary lady was like, "Welcome to the six. And I was like, "If oh. she don't get her head ass, <laughs> I'm like, uh, like, I ain't gonna lie, like Drake." Definitely influences the city of Toronto, but when it comes to it, he needs to, you know, maybe chill a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah, it's just like, calm down a little bit. Like, we like you, Drake, but he just be doing too much sometimes. Right. That's all. That's all. But you can't tell <laughs> some of his fans that, though, that he be doing yeah. too much. They swear, to, swear he doing everything right. <laughs> calm down, Drizzy. Well, we're going to go ahead and I'll get the show started and move on to our first segment. Um, go ahead and get the clip ready. You got the, do you got the clip pulled up? Get that I clip do. Ready. I, I can get it ready. I can get yeah, it. go ahead and get that ready. And we're going to go ahead and move on to the first segment of our show. You already know. Go ahead, sit back, roll up, pull up, do what you got to do, and uh, tune in. Screams and confusion on this Eisenhower Elementary school bus. When a woman gets on, getting into a confrontation with a nine-year-old boy. You took matters into your own hand and decided to beat on my nine-year-old son. The entire scuffles got the nine-year-old's mother, Ashley Batiste, outraged. He was scared for his life, so he tried to fight back. The fight broke out just before five last Monday. Police say Patrice Henry entered the bus looking for a child. According to this police report, Henry got the call from her child's school, saying that the nine-year-old allegedly hit her kindergarten-aged son in the face, causing a nosebleed. When the bus approached the intersection of North Roman and Allen, the police report says Henry boarded the bus and immediately asked, who hit my son? And that the children pointed at the child. The report says Henry then wrapped her hand around his neck area and struck him with a closed fist. We tried to reach Henry by phone and at home, but were unsuccessful. Henry is now being charged with simple battery. But Baptiste, who once worked as a bus monitor the driver, should also be held accountable. In this case, because she didn't do anything, a parent was able to get on the bus and beat my child and choke him and slam him up against windows. And I feel like that's not right at all. We also reached out to Inspire NOLA Charter Schools and the bus company for a student. In a brief statement, Inspire NOLA told us student safety is their top priority and that they're fully cooperating with the NOPD. 
first student also got back to us saying they're partnering with all local officials and the school district and say their driver has been suspended from service pending the outcome of the investigation. I would like for her to be fired. I don't think she should be driving any child because if you if you allow this parent to get on the bus, who's to say you're not going to allow it to happen again? Well, Jazzy J, thoughts? Go ahead. Go ahead, take the, take the flow. Take the flow. Well, <laughs> I will say that um, first of all, I don't think that it's okay ever to just get on a bus and put your hands on someone else's child in that manner, thinking of me being the parent that of a child that that happens to makes my blood boil. What I can say mm-hmm. at the same time, though, I can understand where the anger may have come from. When you hear that your child, when your child is coming home telling you that kids are punching on them and beating on them and hitting on them and whatnot and nothing's being done about it by the adults that are in charge. Yeah. You know, we joke about it all the time and say, you know, I'll fight a kid if you put your hands on my kid. And it's like, as parents, like, we mean... I mean, I'm not joking. I'm not joking. I just wouldn't have done it in that manner. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I yeah, it's like, I feel you. <laughs> but it's like, that was kind of extreme, G. Like, you can't just... You can't just do that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my my instant reaction when I saw it was she was in the wrong. I didn't have that sense of I did the same and that because I have worked with children, particularly on the bus. And one of the number one rules is you can't let anybody, you can't let no adult, no parents on this bus. If they don't ride this bus to and from school, they can't get on this bus. If they don't work on this bus, they can't get on this bus. And that's for safety reasons. You don't know what these people got in their pocket or whatever. You don't know what what was going on with the mentor or anything like that. And for her to have been in her right mind and have gotten on the bus, putting other kids in jeopardy to fight that little boy. I mean, she threw him up against the window. You know, if you guys haven't seen the video, it's on our, um, on our Blase Blase page on Facebook, which you need to uh, go ahead, like, share, and follow. <clears throat> and, um... I mean, she, it was just over the top, yeah. you know, um, and there were other kids in the way that, you know, could have gotten hit, you know, accidentally just being, cause they were on the bus, like they were supposed to be doing, you know, sitting there riding the bus and also appeared to be like, you know, there were some kids that might've wanted to help. So it's like them kids got to get hit too, because this parent got on this bus acting out of control. Um, she was definitely in the wrong and I agree with the nine-year-old with the mother. mother when she says bus drivers should be held accountable as well because you let this, the bus driver and bus also monitor the bus if there was the monitor, one any adults in charge they need to be you know held account- accountable um, for for letting that happen on the other hand because we always want to, you know, see both sides. Um, I would have been angry. I would have been irate that there's a nine-year-old kid bullying my kindergarten child. That's a four-year difference. Yeah. Um, 
the way shit, the way we grew up, one of us fight, all of us fight. I know. I let me let my let my let my baby didn't have some cousins, some siblings. Listen, you know that's the way I'm thinking about it, go about it, because there ain't no way in hell that that nine year old should get away for what they did to that that five year old child. Yeah, you shouldn't be busting a five year old in the nose. For any reason, like at the, okay, so my question is, the reason I look towards the adults in this situation as well is because where is the bus monitor? At that's your job to monitor these kids. So it's like I know we was bad as kids on the bus, so don't get me wrong. We didn't got taken back to the school a million times, but like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but it's at the same time you expect, especially at that age though, you expect for the adult in charge to be in the back taking care of it like there should have never been an instance where a nine-year-old should have the opportunity to punch a five-year-old in the nose and have him bleeding in the first place like you said as a parent I would be irate because I have a five-year-old you know we got five-year-old we got kindergarten right. kids so it's like yeah let me find out that somebody on my daughter bus nine years old and bust her and her stuff I'm gonna want to go on the bus and fight that kid. I ain't gonna lie, like, but it's gonna be. I'm gonna have to hold restraint because it's a child. I can't, I can't put my hands on you. But call your mama. Honestly, you know, you you're in that situation. Honestly, well, how would you have handled that? The bus pulling up, and the day before your child told you, "Hey, this is what happened on the bus. Did nobody do nothing about it." The first, how would you have came? I would have came on the bus first of all at the adults. First thing I would have came on on the bus. So why did my daughter come home telling me that she got busted in the nose by a child by woo woo? Like what the fuck? Like I'm gonna be spazzing. Like what? How? And who? And then I'm going to proceed to who was it? I ain't gonna lie. Like I'm gonna be there too. Who was it? Point them out. Like tell me who it was. But I'm gonna ask my child. Which one was it? Point them out. As opposed to the kid, the other the other kids. Like I'm gonna ask my child directly who was it? Point it out. Point them out. And then once I find out who that child is, absolutely I need your information to call your parents, your guardian, whoever is in charge of you, because we're going to handle this. This is an absolute problem. <laughs> I'm going to talk to your guardian. And if they have a problem and want to get spicy, then I mean it'll be that. But at no. I would have I would have tried to go through um, the proper avenue by contacting the school first. Um, there needs to be a meeting among, you know, me and this child's parents with our kids as well, because obviously something has happened, and I need the principal, uh, bus monitor, bus driver, teachers, everybody, everybody. who saw whatever happened, any and you know, like to be present because I have an issue. And if the school wouldn't have taken proper precautions, you know, like you said, oh, yeah, baby, go ahead and show me who that is. Or, you know, just remember where they get off at. You know, you can read. Now you do your best to remember what kind of house they get, how far away. And, you know, when you when you get on in the bus in the morning, don't you go pick them up, you know? Hmm. Or they, since they still on the bus when you get off. So how does that work? You know, like, I've been asking all kinds of questions like that. Um, I definitely would have tried to go on through the school first, and if that didn't didn't work, I would have definitely approached the goddamn bus driver. Like, what the hell is going on on this bus? If you want to get off, 
because you could get your ass like period too. like <laughs> like at the end of the day whoever fuck the kids whoever is fuck them kids older, you know older <laughs> can catch this face anybody because this is beyond me how like you say y'all let this fourth grader beat up on this kindergartner and like at the end of the day, it could have been your kindergartner could have been talking stuff because let's not act like kids aren't aren't kids. Like so, it's like. But a- come on now, a kindergartner just blatantly just just on the bus, just oh. tit for tat going with a nine year old. Like, what is you even doing? I know fucking with a kindergartner that. right now. The- I mean, <laughs> I know too, but still, like, I don't see. When we were younger and how we would mess with our older cousins and get into it with them and be fighting with them. Our cousins, not somebody on the bus, though. Our cut, not somebody on the bus, though. Like, not somebody we don't know. I'm like, at the end of the day, I don't care what happened. Like, I don't know y'all. Y'all ain't know, like you said, y'all ain't my kid cousin, none of that. I don't know y'all. And why is you putting your hands on my five year old and you nine years old? We need to have a discussion about that. Like at the end of the day, with all appropriate parties now, like before I start swinging, like that's where I would be at with it. And I'm not gonna lie, like we gonna have a conversation about this. And in these days, I'm like, isn't there cameras on the bus? Like, there's it's so many different questions I would have had. You know, well, not all school districts have the funding to. these buses barely work as is. They barely get you from point A to point B. So when you bring up cameras, they're going to really be like, oh, well, they don't work or we don't have the funding. And Well, what are y'all really doing to supervise these kids? If y'all know y'all got a bus full of 20 to 40 kids, maybe there should be two monitors because the driver can't be in the mirrors watching. Of course, of course. You know, it's just, I don't know. But maybe you should up front on your phone. Maybe you should be sitting in Thank the middle, you. in the back, or something, monitoring these in kids. The, mm-hmm. There shouldn't be any kid behind you. Period. I don't like that as a parent. Why am I looking behind you for you? You should be in front of me at all times. Like, I don't know. That's unacceptable. So, do you think? Do you think that? So the charges are gonna be pressed through the battery. Do you think battery is a rifle? charge for the mother who attacked the nine-year-old like do you think she deserves corporal punishment for this Because I'm thinking of if that's me as a parent, regardless of the fact, if like I don't even want to hear shit about shit. If I somebody tell me that a, a parent got on the bus and punched my kid, I don't give a fuck what happened. Like first of all, period. <laughs> like, cause bitch, I'm gonna kill you. Like, and but after that, like, I don't know. I can't say yay or nay. Like. Because I want to know the backstory of why this kid was punching on this little kid. Like, at the end of the day, it's not okay, but I kind of want to know the backstory of it. Like, was you just picking on a little kid in general? Because it's like, I mean, then I don't really, I can't say she deserved corporal punishment, like maybe a fine or something. Because it's like, and probation. Yeah, I probation. Mean, so like, yeah, that's a kid, G. Still, at the end of the day, and it's not even like that's a teenager. Like, that's a kid, kid. Like, so. <laughs> 
it's like people go to jail for whooping their own kids. Yeah. You got on the bus. <laughs> it's like you can't just get on the bus and just real deal. I know we all say we're gonna fight a kid. You fought her man, like you. Yeah, like you threw them she things did, with them. Like that. do to other people's kids, but be, we be thinking in our best. Mind. She didn't even keep it old fashioned and you know take her belt off and whoop them. Beat the hell out that kid and whoop that kid. You know what I mean? Like that. You know, like it wasn't. I don't mean no no real physical like harm. You just need to learn a lesson. Yeah, like nah. Yeah, <laughs> you, you need to learn your lesson. Yeah, I would have whooped like like, kid, though, like baby boy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, <whooped> them. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, because if your mama want it because she mad because I whooped you, then that's fine too. But then that's when I'm gonna catch the battery charge yeah. over, you know, if anything, because you need to teach your kid at home that they need to keep their hands to themselves, especially when it comes to my kid. Y'all gonna learn today. I don't know. I think, um, I think the battery charge is rightful. I think it. I I think it make her think next time before she acts. Yeah, politically speaking, yeah. Um, <laughs> because there, in my eyes, there are protocols she could have took before she took it that far. You know, you got to implement your resources that you have yeah. before you take it that far, and you can't even use those. Now what? Now you know, every time your kid get hit, you finna go fight. Yeah, fight like you can't. Matters. You can't do that. You can't do that, and it's just. And what is the school really going to want to do for you when you acted out in such manner? Like now, you your kid banned from stuff and all that too, because you didn't got on the bus. Now your kid can't ride the bus no more. That might mess up your little whatever you got going on as well. So yeah, you can't just get on buses punching kids. Although we all want to as parents when somebody mess with our babies, you can't actually do that in real life. Maybe if they got a big brother or cousin or somebody that age, they can go do that too. Yeah, you know, go and send, go, you know, send a fan out like that. And I feel, you know, I mean, that see, and then they're going to have those people where there's a power of mothers always want to retaliate. Well, no, well, you're not just going to be there. Teach your child at home to keep their exactly. My child don't just go around exactly. hitting other people. So why do your like no get that get that in order at home or that's what's gonna happen when your kid go out in public putting they they gonna put their hands on the wrong kid and my kid was the wrong kid that day. Cause what if my five year old got a goddamn uh, 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 sibling that's fourteen exactly. years old and they can fuck uh, fucking punch on your goddamn nine year old? Yeah, you man, man. oh well they fourteen okay and my kid was five and your kid no teach your kids no. at home. Like that that's one thing I'm not gonna say. Like I don't condone bullying by no kids and if I find out my yeah, kids yeah. are doing that, like it's a wrap, like none of that. But I definitely would teach my kids to defend themselves. You ain't gotta start nothing, but if somebody put them their hands on you or they threaten you feel in a you feel threatened, you got a right to defend yourself. And I don't care how nobody feels about that. Like, no, nah, teach your kids at home. My kids don't just go around just hitting folks because they mad. You better go sit in the corner and twiddle your damn thumbs. And put you better put your goddamn child on a pill that's gonna fix that <laughs> shit. Cause, <laughs> because goddamn it, yeah, this is not what we're gonna do. Yeah, that's unfortunate for all parties involved in that situation. It definitely is because I, I really, at the end of the day, don't have an ultimate side that I'm on. Yeah, that's hard. But there is the there is a right and wrong side though I think if that makes sense 
it's a lesson learned, I'll say. Right. It's a lesson well, Right. Lesson Because we're all parents right. and we all feel some type of way on both sides because we wouldn't want our kid to be getting bullied by the kid, but then we wouldn't want our kid to be the one getting punched on by the parent either, though. So it's just a lesson learned. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe that child to keep his hands to himself from now on. I mean, he won't be hitting on no more five year olds. I hope, and nobody else. Hopefully, lesson learned on all parties. You never, you never know though. You know, some people learn the hard way, yeah. and these kids are still early. I mean, young. You know, so. But hopefully, like you said, and definitely on the mother end that defended her child, hopefully she, you know, yeah, learned her lesson, like, you know, maybe think before I act, because she could potentially, like, if the state wants to, they can definitely up the charges because it was a minor child and just put her through hell for it. So let's just hope, you know, lesson learned. Yeah. (laughs) We're going to go ahead and um, wrap this segment on up. And um, before we move on, I just want to thank all of our listeners and supporters. Uh, Make sure you go ahead and like, share, and follow our Facebook page. And go ahead and subscribe to us on any of your favorite platforms, you know, Anchor, iTunes, Apple iTunes, um, Stitcher, Spotify, what else, Breaker, Overcast. Got a few more. Got a few more. When I get the list down packed, I'm going to give y'all the whole, the whole list. We out here. All right, y'all. Y'all go ahead, sit back, roll up, pull up, do what you got to do. We're going to move on to the next segment. What's going on, y'all? What's going on, y'all? Um... So this segment of our show is going to be about the um, Peoria Police Department. <laughs> and um, a lot of things have been going on in Peoria and the communities around Peoria are wondering, what are the police doing? And I haven't been there, so like, Jazz, I mean, how, how do you feel about the Peoria Police Department right now before... We specifically get into what we're going to talk about. (laughs) How do I feel about the police department themselves? Yeah, the Peoria Police Department as a whole. I can't... I would say previously I couldn't say that I felt any kind of way because I never really was one to have issues with police, honestly. Other uh-huh. than getting pulled over and not, you know, honestly, it'd be something that I did, you know, might be speeding or something, but I never just had any major encounters with police in general that made me feel, you know, some type of way. But as of the past maybe year or so, I feel like I've been a part of a target from the police department just in general. I feel like a lot of unnecessariness has gone on, and I feel like The things that I see them do to others, not myself personally, it make you look, it make you side eye the department. And it sucks because I know as a whole, I know people, you know, I know some, some 
African Americans who are on that squad who are actually good, decent people, but some bad apples can ruin the bunch. And how they've handled some things around Peoria, I'm definitely like, nah. Y'all okay, got so, some internal shit going on. Okay, so going for it. Um, going for it, I just want to say I don't really have anything good to say about Peoria Police Department. Um, I'm not going to say that I was the most innocent angel, especially like in my late teenage years, early 20s, you know, like shit, you know, riding around smoking. You got you got got the half on me, you know. I can't be touching nothing like that. Granted, I don't have any weed charges, uh, but I like to fight growing up. So <laughs> that that led me to be arrested a few times. And outside of that, though, there has been those times. Like I just before we get into it, just personally, there have there has been a lot of bad situations that have gone on with police encounters in general, especially with the Peoria Police Department. But personally, you know, I have been victimized by the police, not once, but twice. And it's like when you're innocent and you're not doing anything wrong, but they're still treating you like an animal fresh out the cage. I don't have anything good to say because there's literally been a time where my car broke down, and I'm waiting on my my buddy to come pull up. It ran out of gas right down the street from the gas station, and he was coming with a gas canister. And there's an officer driving on the opposite side of the street. You know, it was a two way street, but one way, one way, and the one way the other way. So they hit a U turn, real narrow street. Hit a U turn. And I'm like, oh, they're going to come help. Yay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, well, like, <laughs> you know, I'm like, but in my head, I'm like, I really don't need help. But, you know, you know, yeah, okay, cool. Pick up a civilian. Or, you, civilian know, you know, check on them, you know, cool. So um, it was a female cop and it was a black female cop. And she comes to my window. And she was like, uh, Chanel Johnson. And I'm like, huh? You know, I'm shocked already. I'm like, huh? <laughs> uh, yeah. She's like, I'm going to need you to step out the car. And I'm like, why? You know, hold on. You know, whoa. I was like, I'm just literally sitting here with my hazard lights on. Yeah. Max, what's going on? You know, I still had my seatbelt on and everything. And um, she was like, I need you to get out the car. She's like, you got a warrant. And I'm like, what? Uh-huh. For what? You know, <laughs> like, for what? Like, what's going on here? And, like, as, as soon as all this is happening, my buddy's pulling up, like, man, what the fuck is going on? And I'm like, man, dog, you just, like, push my car off into the neighborhood and go get my mom's, you know, like, <laughs> what the yeah. fuck? Like, and... And I'm still sitting in the car, though. And she was like, she gets on the radio and calls for backup. And I hear them rub my name. And they're like, oh, approach with car, caution, armed and dangerous. I'm like, wow. armed and dangerous? What? You know, like, I was like, how? I was like, I was, it was midday summertime. And I had on a swimsuit. And I'm, I, was, I was about to go put gas in my car and go hop in the pool. 
And so I had on jean shorts on my bottoms, over my bottoms. And I just had on my bikini top. And I'm like, what am I, what, what am I toting right now? What? Right. So she's like, so you're not going to get out the car? And I was like, you know, no, I don't feel safe. You know, <laughs> like, not at all. Like, no, I'm not getting out the car. This was like 2011. And um, she took it upon herself to open my car door, take my seatbelt off, snatch me out the car, put me in a full Nelson, toss me on the hood. And it's like, you, I'm pissed now. So I'm like, bitch, wait till I catch you outside your uniform. You know, now I'm going to talk shit. This is what you wanted. I'm like, wait till I catch you outside your uniform. You a bitch. You ain't have to do that. You could have waited, you know. For witnesses back up to get here. You know what I mean? Like you asked, like, don't do that. Like, no, nah, I don't feel safe just getting out the car. No, nah, I don't know what the fuck's going on right now. I was just that court. What you mean I got a warrant? You know, it is it's just one of those things. And it, it was a traffic warrant. And it's just like all this for a traffic warrant. Really, like, come on now. Y'all could have just sent me a letter and told me if I don't pay this ticket, watch out. Like, no, that's what I went to real for. Her traffic warrant was like, oh, well, y'all just gonna lock me up with the kids in the car too? Like, well, uh-uh. and, uh, they don't even care. Yeah, oh yeah, they will. Like, they I mind yeah, you, I was care. right there. I can, I'm like, I live right there. Like, I can, I can see my house. Like, gee, like, I, they will. That deep. And I got pulled over for having a, a tail light. I mean, a, a headlight out, and it's like. But it's like in the back of my mind, like I'm like, why did I have to go yeah. through all this? Why did you have to put me in this wrestling move and slam me on the hood of this hot ass metal car? Like you doing too much right now, like, and and now I'm sore and you putting the cuffs on so tight to where my fingertips is red. It was just like all this is unnecessary, like, and and, and the second time it was just some bullshit. The one like. It was just like, I'm on my way to work. It's four something in the morning. I got a coworker in the car with me that riding dirty got warrants his damn self. That shit, I don't even talk about that. That shit is just, does just say I went to jail, but he didn't. He was of Caucasian concern. Right. <laughs> it, it was just a crazy time. Uh, so I don't really have too much good to say about Peoria Police Department. Because I've myself had, you know, bad experience. I can't say that I have not met good officers in police in Peoria. I have. I have met good police officers who are just honestly doing their job, you know, and they want to make a difference and they're there for the community. But I have seen people go through hell with Peoria Police Department. I've seen Peoria Police Department get away with a lot of bullshit. And not just recently speaking, since... I've been in high school since I've been getting pulled over and getting my, my goddamn little 20 sacks ace then taken from me and told to have a good day. So, I mean, the period police in my eyes have always been just no good. I like that. I'm sorry, sorry not sorry. Anybody have to, have to even go through anything. I've seen some things that I've seen them get away with. Or like I said, not handle some things correctly, and it's just like, nah. And speaking of not handling things correctly, like recently, um, rest in peace to Kayla Fannin. Yeah. Um, yeah. This young lady, 
the watching the video, the 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 chest cam from that police officer from her call that night is is kind of spine chilling because I mean she says in the video, if I die, he did it. She called the police on her ex boyfriend slash baby father, <laughs> who she had a order of protection on. Um, because he was sending her a spew of text messages and he sent her a picture of a gun saying he's going to go and kill her. And there's been history between he had recently just got gotten out Not of jail he was for a domestic. The police was there. Right. And he recently just got out of jail for a domestic violent situation that happened between the two where he really hurt her bad, sent her to the hospital while she was pregnant. Um, so when he got out, he didn't, he wasn't, he didn't change. And she feared for her life and she called the police. And he's like, okay, what do you want me to do about it? Was his response, you know, well, okay, email me those text messages and we'll follow up on it. And that very morning, that following morning, she lost her life. He came to her, her home, broke in, and gunned her down and killed himself afterwards. Yes. And it's just a sad situation because, one, she's showing you proof of a felon with a firearm, which is automatic. That's probable cause to go search him and wherever he's at. Alone. And alone and she has an order of protection against him and he's making contact with her like that is enough reason to it's just and I and I pray that the family does get justice because they are suing that officer in the department and I feel like it's justified you blatantly ignored your job I mean what do you mean? What are you supposed to do? Go I get him. Shocked when I heard him say that, like, well, what are you? And, not, and that's not even the fact that he said it. It's in the manner that he said it at that, in the tone that he said it in, and so nonchalantly and so just uncaring. Like, well, what do you want me to do? Like, what do you mean? What do I want you to do? Like you said, alone he has a gun and he's a felon. Like, go, go, just holler at him and see what he doing, what he got going on in the first place alone, and. Yeah, that's something you should be following up on, especially while you're here. He's making contact with me, making threats at the moment. You can see that. I, yeah, my mind will forever be baffled behind why there wasn't something more to be done to protect her. Why wasn't there some type of patrol put on her or something at the least? Or why was she not her home or yeah. in a safe place for the time being until they could get him under wraps? Like, I feel like there was so much more that could have been done for her to lose her life the very next day and you were here to witness like yeah no that's the type of stuff that makes me have a problem with the uh with the department is the way they handle things the things i've seen be handled in the manner that they've been handled when they gunned down um what was his name what was the gentleman's name i apologize rest in peace lewis cruz eddie russell jr lewis cruz eddie russell jr um, and then there was another, uh, I think his name was ah, Daniel, Dan- Emmanuel, 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 I can't think of his last name right now, but he, he was gunned down across from, um, 
over there across from um, on Jefferson. What's that ice cream place that reopened um, up? Ernie's. Oh, I got brand new. Ernie's. Yeah, he was gunned down across from Ernie's. It's like as usual. A lot of times, those, those, it, those times, those can be handled a lot differently. Besides, someone having to lose their lives. And every single one of those situations, those officers got away with. They were put under investigation and found that that those killings were justified because they were doing their job. And it's just, it's, it's so sad to see rulings like that because these, these people and these families are losing their loved ones to the lives of the people we expect to protect us. Yeah. So now it's like, what's up then? And it's like, you, you, you want to weigh out the situations and they're like, oh, well, he shouldn't have robbed a bank and he shouldn't have did this. Well, where's the proof? Uh, of the firearm that he had the, he I mean he was he barricaded himself inside the home and as soon as he came out y'all gunned him down yeah he didn't even have a chance it was very unfortunate every time with Louise with Louise he as soon as he got out the car I mean he barely got across the street gunned down I don't think in my opinion if you're running away yeah, why are you shooting? And then once you see the person, you're just gonna down, kill him. Why are you continuously shooting? And you're not having any gunfire coming back at you, any threat coming back at you. I'm trying to figure out. How and all they have to say is, all they have to say is, I feared for my and life. And I'm sure that, that person did as well. That's why they're running. And that's why they were running, I right? Run too. <laughs> I'm fearing for my. I life, would barricade clearly. myself in the house yeah, too. Yeah, because I'm fearful that y'all gonna kill me. That's why I'm barricaded in here. That's why I'm running. Because I don't want you to just walk up on the car and just gun me down in here. I want to try to at least have a fighting chance. So it's like stuff like that. Yeah, and you always have those people who will, of course, have their counter opinion and the fact of, well, if they would have just cooperated, it's always going to be two sides to it. And it's just. It's always an unfortunate situation. It seems too common that there are always justifiable homicides. Because in my opinion, that's what it is. It's a homicide. So what do you think what do you think should be done? Do you think that the police department needs to readjust their training, reinforce more training? Because from what I'm hearing, a lot of, and this is coming from officers, they're trained to do those types of situations. A lot of officers are trained to profile a lot of situations, but that doesn't justify homicide. It doesn't do, it doesn't justify homicide on the civilian end when they feel threatened and they kill somebody on the streets, they have to go through trial and nine times out of ten get convicted so what's the difference here i don't think that there needs to necessarily be more training i think there's more than enough training being done i think there needs to be an adjustment to the training manual like i don't think that they should necessarily in certain situations be trained to basically kill 
I feel like there should be methods put in place to subdue without having to kill a person. Like, I, I mean, for one, like, y'all have tasers. And I get it. I've seen some people who a taser right. like, is like a water gun to them. Don't get me wrong. I get it. But also, like, even if you feel like you got to shoot a suspect or whatever the case, why is it like a shoot to kill shot? Why can't they not, like, be shot in the leg or something, like, to get them down and then you're able to apprehend them? I just feel like there's a better method to it. And I don't know. I'm not a cop. So, I mean, in their defense, I guess, like, I'm not a police and I don't know what I would necessarily do, like, if I'm put in a situation and everything is happening so fast. So, I get it. It just, I feel like the the precautions that are taken when it comes to a person of color compared to um, a non-person of color, the same precautions are not taken when dealing with us than them. And maybe they are trained to deal with us in right. a different way, to be fearful of us and act out of fear. Because in my opinion, that's what it is. They're acting out of fear, not out of being trained. Like, you're not threatened when you upon a mob of white people you feel like you can subdue them you can get them together but you feel like if it's a a, a group of color you know black people whatever the case you whatever you want to call it you're fearful because you don't understand us and you think that we're gonna break out and we're gonna go crazy and do you know a whole bunch of crazy shit which may be true but at the same time y'all out here got mobs and raves and all the type of same shit too. Y'all killing each other, all the same type of shit too. So it's like, I don't get it. Like y'all won't roll up on a mass shoot and then kill the shooter automatically, but you'll kill a unarmed black kid in the store playing with a a, a, a toy gun. So right. that's the part where it's like, I don't understand your logic. Like, no, you're not going to convince me that you had to shoot and kill that person. There was other methods that could have been taken, other precautions that could have been taken for you to subdue that person if you want to subdue them and talk to them or whatever the case. You just shoot to kill when it's one of us. And that's the part, the gross negligence of it to me. Like, you just shoot to kill when it's one of us. You would take your time with little Billy or whatever, even though he just shot up a whole movie theater. Yeah. (laughs) Or a church. That's the shit that pisses me off. But um, Peoria, Peoria police, we aren't done. <laughs> we aren't done. We we aren't just concerned with how you guys are handling cases. Um, we're also aware that you guys are dirty too. Just know that. <laughs> know that. Um, officer, officer Adam Adam yeah. King, deputy Adam King, deputy Adam King. Uh, Jazz, go ahead. Just just tell the people about Deputy Deb- Adam King out of Peoria. Peoria well, Deputy Adam King um, <clears throat> is an officer who has been with the Peoria Public uh, Police Department since April of 2017. And it just so happens that he was arrested back in May on um, charges of unlawful possession of a controlled substance with intent to deliver So, Mr. Adam King, Officer Adam King, Deputy Adam King. (laughs) Deputy. Explain. So, he um, actually went to court on it on this past Thursday on June 6th, and he pled not guilty to drug charges. Um, 
basically how this information came about was there was a domestic dispute between him and his wife where the police were called to his home and um, upon their investigation into it um, they found a controlled substance that they believe it was intended to be um, distributed, delivered by um, Deputy King so he was arrested based on based on that charge but um however at this moment it seems that it's still unclear as to what the substance was which i'm curious <laughs> how that part is hidden because it's now june and he was arrested back in um may but not to mention that he was arrested back in may he's been on administrative leave since february so now that it's June, um, I think that that's just information that's being withheld. But just in case, <laughs> yeah, just in case. So it sounds like he probably because uh, he pleaded, he pleaded, not, he guilty, pleaded not, right? not guilty. So not only are you a dope dealer, but you also beat your wife. Allegedly, is what it's saying. Is what we're, was what the word is. Um, what the word is, she called the police she on him, right? She called the police on him, yes. Okay. The police were called to their home. Too bad she can't testify her. in court. I, I, don't, I wonder. She can't. She, yeah. She's his wife. And so his attorneys actually um, requested that he have a jury trial to, um, and I quote, preserve his rights. Um, <laughs> end quote. <laughs> And um, HOI asked for um, a comment from both the Illinois State Police and um, King's attorneys, but both declined. So that's the latest status on Deputy um, Adam King at the current moment, who's being arrested on alleged intent to de- deliver of an unlawful possession. So really... It sound like, especially in the in the communities where the poverty stricken communities, I should say, in Peoria, it sounds like we need to start policing yeah. our police, or at least police our own community. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I mean, it's beyond me. It's a, a lot of the times these officers get away. With their actions, and it don't matter he's what it is. He's administrative leave since February, so he's already getting away with it. <laughs> In my opinion, you've been getting paid all this time, and you under under suspicion, under trial for selling dope, and you got a domestic against you. And it's like, are you going to be still allowed back out on the street, like, to have your job? Right. Are you still going to be able to go into the field? Like, because, and, and, you know, in my opinion, I think so. A lot of cases that I've seen in Peoria about Peoria police officers, they get away with it. And it's like, and it's it's already to where they are low on numbers and they already don't have enough police officers to police the numbers, you know, because Peoria has been growing over the past 20 years a lot. So 
that's why the crime rate steadily goes up. But that's no reason to leave a dirty cop out on the street. Because if it was a regular civilian, that standard would not be the same. At all. They wouldn't be given the benefit of the doubt. None of that. What's that? It's just, it's. I don't have it. I really don't have much else to say about the Peoria Police Department. (laughs) (laughs) I really don't. Besides, I mean, what do you do? Stay out there, way. Basically, that's all I try to do. That's (laughs) all I've ever tried to do is stay out the way. I don't really, it's not that I hate police, it's just police aren't my best friend. I don't really try to encounter police if I don't have to. They just they're they're not the f- most friendly face that you see. <laughs> when I see a cop I don't say, Oh yay, it's the police. <laughs> hey, how you doing? Yeah, like no. Normally. <laughs> instantly and it's like that's crazy though, because it's like the fact that they're supposed to be here to protect and everything. The fact that the relationship that civilians have with the police is crazy because you instantly get tense when you see the police, even if you're not even doing anything illegal whatsoever. As soon as the police ride up behind you, you instantly turn into a whole different person internally. Like, you're like, oh shit, like the police behind me, let me be, you know, like you just feel some type of way. Like, I hope this mug don't get on board. My heart be beating faster than mine. Like, and it's like, it's, that's what I am. I'm living behind my business. And it's like, I hope you don't get on bullshit. And then you get pulled over it and you he come up to the window and I don't know about anybody else, but I'll be sitting there with the what the fuck, the bullshit face. Like, bruh. <laughs> like ID and everything already out ready. Like, what the fuck did I do? And it's always something stupid, like, oh, like, yeah, like was out. Bye, bruh. Goodbye. Good night. Like, thank you. For <laughs> real. Like, thank you. you like, as fuck. Especially when I had 10. Like, what? Always. You just want to be <laughs> in the car. It's just me and my kids trying to go home. That's all. Thank you, officer. And that's the thing. It's like, I've never really just had a bad encounter on a... Even the times I've been arrested. Like, I've never had the physical, you know, all of that. Like, at all. Like, I've actually... I ain't gonna lie. Like, they've actually been pretty nice to me. Like... <laughs> It's just the fact that, like, you still arrested me, but you want to have a conversation. Like, yeah, so where are you from? And la, 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 like, bitch, get me out this fucking car. <laughs> like, like for real. Back here. <laughs> I can't even scratch my mouth. Squeeze right the fuck up. You know, I got long ass, I got long legs. So no, I'll be back I get here pissed off squeezed up, like, I can't scratch my nose. <laughs> like, I'm really pissed off right now. <laughs> I don't want to have a conversation. Like, leave me alone because you arrested me for something stupid. Um. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go ahead and move on to the next segment, y'all. Y'all go ahead and do what you got to do. Go ahead, roll up, pull up. But before you do, make sure you like, share, and subscribe to Blase Blase. And uh, you can check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Breaker, Overcast. What else are y'all? Everything. What else some more? I, I gotta get that list of everything. I don't get that list down pack. But them the main ones though, right there. We on Google Podcasts. 
Make sure you check us out, you know, for you Android users. You don't even got to download the app. Just go to your already already Google Apps, Google Podcasts, Blase Blase. We there. Make sure you uh, follow us on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, y'all. What's going on? What's going on? We back with the next segment. Uh, this segment here is a little bit more personal, personal, shall I say? And um, we're gonna talk about relationships, but we're gonna talk about the the breakup and anything. Um, or how should I put it, is moving on too soon a thing, you know, after a breakup. Like, is too soon even a thing, or is there no time cap? Like, you know, should you be able to move on the next day, three hours <laughs> later, a year later, what, whatever, however long it takes. So, um, I'm sorry. I got some lemon heads. And you motherfuckers right now. <laughs> so like what you over there smacking on. <laughs> <laughs> but um Jazz, what, what's your thoughts on that on that subject? So what's moving on too soon? Or is it is it a too soon to move on? Um I think there's definitely a too soon to move on in the sense of a same day next day type of thing maybe like but I think there's um I mean it depends on you it's it's situational definitely um it's personal and it depends on the relationship that you had with that person previously that that you're you know breaking up with or whatever the case um some people are mentally checked out way before they are physically checked out and you might meet a person and you, you know, you hit it off with that person and you start to vibe with that person. Y'all start to keep in contact. Um, some people you're with and they might destroy you in a sense, I guess I'll say, like in an emotional way where you got to take some time to get back to yourself, you know, get out of your feelings out about that person, get them out of your system, get over them and then move on to the next person. Um, I think that there can be a sense in time where there's moving on too soon when you are still emotionally attached to another person and you try to move on and then you bring that baggage to that other person. I think, yes, in that, in that point, in my opinion, yes, that's moving on too soon. And that means like you might've just broke up with this person two months ago and you still stalk in their Facebook every day or their Instagram, but you met another person who you like and you start to date them, but you're still bringing up your hurt, your past hurt on that person. And now y'all are starting to have issues because you're still in the midst. You're still right there in the middle, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I understand. I think that... Okay. Go ahead. I was going to say, I think I think no matter, even if there's a lot of circumstantial things 
that goes into play with this, first of all. Like, if you've been with somebody for years, five plus years, there's definitely a too soon for me. Even if you mentally may have stepped out of that relationship and began to connect with somebody else, who's to say that somebody else is it, though? You know, you may have found comfort in that somebody else only because of the situation you were in with that person. You may have blindsided everything that you've been going through, you know? It's like, I feel like at any given time after being in a serious relationship, you should take some time And by time, I mean, like, I'm not saying, like, years, you know, like, but a few months, six months, something like Take that. Some time to get just get back before to you. you just get, you know, you know, to just clear up real quick, you know, or just whatever the case may be. Because I, I, I just, like you said, if you move on too soon, you, you, you're going to be bringing baggage in. You're not going to be able to ever really trust in, you know, the next because you're going to be so hell-bent on what happened to you still. And it's like, maybe they're not even on that, you know. Maybe you ain't ready for all of this. You know, like, take a step back, you know, give yourself some time. But it's just really hard to say because there was a response that I really loved. Like, I really, I mean, like, you can't really mentally be in everyone's head. Right. So, maybe you really did move on. I just, I, I can't get to the understanding of mentally moving on. Like, if I'm done, I, I've been mentally and physically done at the same time. You knew we wasn't together. Like, like what were you saying like no you know I've been done with you I don't even sleep in the same bed as you even if we still gotta co cohabitate I sleep downstairs yeah. you sleep upstairs like, but that's what I'm saying where this, it's like you're that. mentally I've been there before where it's like mentally I've been checked out for months like and it's like you try to still make it work here and there or whatever, but it's like you know that that shit's dead. And it's like mentally you just going through now at this point you just going through the fucking motions because it's familiar. Um, but then you finally get to a point where y'all finally physically call it quits. And then if you're you know starting to talk to somebody else, some people might think that's too soon. But it might be like I said, you don't know because I've been done. Like yeah, you see me with this person, but it's like. Y'all don't know our home life. And it's like, so yeah. I've been done with him. Like I, like you said, you don't even know that I sleep on the couch or whatever the case that we don't even talk. We don't even touch each other. Like we're just roommates at this point. Like, and then you might see me talking to somebody else. And it's like, oh, then I just see her talking to so-and-so. Mind your business. Um, <laughs> that's what it kind of comes down to it to me. Like, but I do think at the same time, though, if it's not a, men a mental checkout and y'all have kind of already both established that, 
and y'all just mad at each other because you know how that go you don't want to be the person on the other end of some oh we break up get back together break up get back together and this one of the times that I just start talking to you when y'all was on y'all break but then now you back talking to you know that person and vice versa because you really not done with them like so until you're really sure that you're ready to start dating again don't just be single for a while like get back to you get back to enjoying being single like some people jump from one thing to the next because they don't want to be alone they get comfortable with being with someone so what do you think about I can't help but bring it up because you know social media you know we're all on social media and what do you think about when, like, one day you see somebody all in love with one person and literally, like, you blink an eye and they're with the next person? Like, is there something wrong with that person, like, who just has no problem? With, or is it, like, maybe, you know, one of those, all right, it is just social media, so maybe they just one of those I'll just flex, it on like, I don't know, like, shit, to be honest, like, but then again, like some social media play. Yeah, but then again, like, I don't feed into it, honestly, and be on some, oh, well, weren't they just dating so-and-so, like, slightly, like, in your first initial be like, oh, damn, like, I thought they was dating so-and-so, like, I can't keep up, but at the same time, like, it's social media, a picture can be posted whenever, like, I might have a whole nigga right now, and, like, you won't see him to the wedding, so it's like, you don't know when they, how long they've been talking to that person in between the last person. Like, I don't know. I don't really feed into social media and stuff for real. Cause, I mean, you can be who you ever you want to be. <laughs> yeah, you really can. You really can. But not to the people that know you. Yeah, it's like, I mean, yeah, but, but we don't know. At the same you. time, yeah, you could be, you could be, you could be who you want to be. I was, um, watching the Red Table talk, and it was a clip from the next episode that was going to come on, come out, and um, it was this woman, she was speaking, and she made a statement about today's generation and relationships, and it was just one of those little, damn, well, I mean, I guess it is what it is. Um, she said, you know, back in the day, back in her time growing up, being monogamous meant being with one person your entire life. You know, you know, a lot back in the day, whoever, and a lot of women, they lost their virginity young. That's what they married, had kids with, housewife, you know how the story goes. And she was like, and today, you know, being monogamous means being with one person at a time. And that's the problem with today's generation and why relationships don't work. Okay. I was just like, yeah, that is okay. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I'm definitely going to have to tune into that episode because I'm going to need a little further more explanation on that. Like, because damn, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because in this day and age, even for myself, like, it's like you would love to do it all proper and all right and all that and uh, hold just. But really, would you though? I mean, I mean, see, that's the thing. 
I mean, but yeah, that's I'm like, would you really? I mean, for real? Like, okay, yeah, I'm. The first person I lay with is the person I'm going to marry and have kids with for the rest of my life with. Like, would I want to go back and redo everything over and do it like that? Uh, No. Because the first person I lay with is not the person. Like, if I'm thinking of it in that sense, like, the first person I lay with is not absolutely by any means the person I ever thought to be the be with for the rest of my life. So no, like I don't know. I don't know. Like if I and wait until I met I don't my husband I don't now. I don't know. Like you know that's not that I I can't speak on that. I can't speak on what I would I would go back and do. Like that's such a like very touchy topic to me that's almost like that's that's almost spiritual like I have to sit and think and really 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 think about like if I would really want to go back and do it quote-unquote the right way because I'm not necessarily looking at my life like I'm living it the wrong way so I don't know I don't know I don't think that, uh, I I mean, that that is a deep little, you said that, um, she said they were monogamous meant being with one person your whole life versus one person at a time now. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because in this day and age, like, we most of the time don't date without sex. But most of us are only, you know, monogamous with that person at that time, yeah. Not even though, you know, I mean, well, if you're, if you're dating him, that person, him or her, then okay. Yeah. But like, you got to think we also live in a day and age where when people say I'm dating, they mean like I'm just out here, you know, dating, I'm testing the waters with whoever I come across. So, I mean, but that's not really like, it's just like, in my, like when I think, no, I thought of it in the sense of you and you're only being act sexually active with that with person. one person yeah me too you you only have one, one partner. partner you're sexually active with and so I mean at a time I, I gotta watch that episode because there's been a lot of a lot of interesting thoughts about monogamy and um you know how our generation is just becoming more bold and reckless with how we feel and our thoughts and it's like this whole trend or group or group of people who really advocate for not monogamy but they like fuck that shit. I don't even know if oh, like, that we're doing I'm never gonna be monogamous news. like I think it's more so like the 70s reincarnated yeah we're the, the new age hippies <laughs> but that's starting to die down though if you ask um, me that's going to start to die down. It's been starting to kind of die down, if you ask me, though. It's going to start to die down. I think down. there's a lot of factors that go into to why we're not just, why we date around and why we're not as monogamous as we were back in the day. And this has a lot, it's a lot deeper than just like a moving on too soon. Just in general, like 
the standards of a relationship. I think a lot of it has to be. And also, um, there's movements now that are like a lot stronger, like the feminist movement. You know, yeah. that's a lot more powerful these days. Uh, and you got it, just all these different groups and people just definitely like expressing their thoughts and how they, and all of it's being accepted and it's starting to be heard a lot more. Like you said, I don't think it's anything new. I think because we do have the platforms like Facebook, yeah. YouTube, Instagram, all these social medias that exploit this stuff uh, that, and it becomes trending and it's hashtag this, hashtag that. So yeah, you can express yourself openly. I think that's... You can't express yourself openly at the same time, but that's another conversation. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's another conversation. Because I'm like, I mean, I feel like today, now is the time to you just be open. Say, like Kanye said, say it out loud just to see how you feel. You know, fuck, fuck it. Fuck it. What's the worst that's going to happen? You're going to get judged? Basically, Ooh. yeah. Somebody's not going to like what you said? Oh, no. You know, like that. And it's like everybody's like, you know, I think that's the, that's kind of the, the gift and the curse of this generation is that we're able to openly express ourselves, but at the same time, it can come to bite you in your ass, which it sucks because it's like, at the end of the day, like, nobody's going to always like everything that you say. That's why an opinion is an opinion. Like, I think they get lost more so uh, folks get lost in trying to make their opinion be factual. And then that's where we start to argue and everything because now we're trying to force our opinion down each other's throat when it's like, Oh, I don't like what you said. I can just move on with my life. Like, just take that, put it in my pocket, and move on. But now it's like right. we can. We supposedly have the freedom to say whatever we want, but at the same time, we don't because you quick as hell to get judged if you say the wrong thing. When it's like, all right, but you just said X Y Z about X Y Z, but I can't say this. <laughs> like we we're over, we're <laughs> expressive as fuck, but overly sensitive at the same time. And I don't, I don't care for that part, so, but that's neither here nor there. So I think with, with that being said, I think uh, just from like the majority of the responses, I mean, actually there was one solid one where a couple actually were like, yes, there is a such thing as too soon. I know you need to take the time, but I feel like the majority of our generation when it comes to a relationship, they don't think about the too soon. Um, people just they live their life these days. They live in free. For real. A lot of free love going on. I don't think you should just rush into a relationship fresh out of another one, but I can't tell you how too soon is too soon. It's just, it's a feeling and I think I mean, in my opinion, some people move on too soon and I might I might move on too soon, but I don't know. Just take your time. That's all I can say. However time, much time that is, take your time, please. Well, my advice is do you shit. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> shit, honestly. Um, you know, I, I mean, shit, do, do, do what you got to do. I ain't going to judge say, you, whatever. I say take your time because I think of it in the sense of people's feelings are involved. And I mean, if you don't, if you're not doing it for a long term sense and you just doing it for the fun about stick for me to then I guess that's that. Like 
but at least let the person that you're dealing with know that up front I think is the thing is like if I don't like if folks bounce from relationship to relationship because it's when it's feelings involved like people's feelings get hurt when you don't really know what you want or some shit so that's why it's like take your time just take your time just take your time just take your time <laughs> Yeah, all right, y'all listen to Jazzy Jay. Don't listen to me. All right, shit, shit. <laughs> Come on, to, do, do you, shit. <laughs> do you. Um, but before we wrap up this episode, um, I just want everybody to understand that when we do air this episode, the standings in the NBA Finals Ooh. right now is 3-1 Raptors. If Golden State loses on Monday, June 10th, the Raptors will win their first funky-ass NBA championship, and Drake will become the most annoying, 100 times more annoying than what he has already been over the last five years. (laughs) So I need everybody to say a prayer if you hear this before the game on Monday night. For Golden State, because I don't want to have to hear all these LeBron fans hating as miles. Because they're the only ones that's pressed about this shit right now. So of course I'm gonna get pressed because I can't stand them. So I'm gonna have to talk my shit. And I really, like I said, I really, I genuinely, as a basketball fan, really want to see. Golden State three P, you know, to put them in that dynasty realm. They, I mean, I would at least want to see them put up a any, fight. I don't want to just see them go out like that. It needs to go to a seven. Golden State seven. Anything else, Jesse? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I second that. Golden State in seven. I would. I would most prefer for them to win, but I need. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to see them go out like that. Definitely. Not at all. Go to State of Seven, like you said. Go and bring it home, Sean. All right, y'all. It's true. Before you retire, go on and bring it home. Well, all right, y'all. We're going to wrap this episode up. Uh, make sure you go ahead, like, share, subscribe to Blase Blase. And we appreciate all you guys for the support and the listening that you've been doing. And stay tuned. We're going to keep it coming at y'all. We're going to keep the show hot, keep it funky. We, we're just going to keep bringing it to y'all. Um, better things is to come. Better things is to come. Yes, y'all stay safe out there. Y'all strap it up. Y'all do what y'all gotta do out there. Keep them babies out them streets this summer, y'all. And y'all, don't go shooting up no shit, please. Not this year. Please. Let's just enjoy no, ourselves. Not at all. Love y'all. Thank y'all for the support. Like Breezy said, we appreciate everything. We appreciate y'all listening. We got some apparel coming for y'all. We got a lot of shit coming for y'all. Y'all just keep rocking with us and y'all stay supportive. Oh, and shout out to Cam and uh, Matt as well for Matt, the bunch of yeah. mimosas at Cruisins this past weekend. I didn't get a chance to make it out. I was on mommy duty as usual, but I did want to definitely shout y'all out for that. I heard that it was an epic event. Super vibe. Bring that shit down to the A on my phone. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm going I'm to I'm I'm hit that up in the inbox, dog. Don't worry about it. 